Hey, everybody, it's JT from Grilling at the Green. John Breaker and the great folks at Birdie Ball have a short time offer for all of you listeners. You just go to birdieball.com, and when you place your order, there's a place on that form for a discount code. Use G-A-T-G. That's G-A-T-G. Of course, it stands for Grilling at the Green. And you will get 20% off anything you order from birdieball.com. Now, it's a short-time offer. It expires in about a week, so you want to get on it. Go to birdieball.com, place your order, uh, use the code G-A-T-G, and get 20% off. You heard it here on Grilling at the Green. This is Grilling at the Green After Hours, the conversation that took place after the show ended. Hi, everybody. It's JT, and this is a special version of Grilling at the Green. Grilling at the Green is brought to you in part by Painted Hills Natural Beef. Beef you can be proud to serve your family and friends. That's Painted Hills Natural Beef. Hey, everybody. Welcome to After Hours here on Grilling at the Green. We'd like to thank you all for listening today. We've got Kenzie Wright with us. Kenzie's an up-and-coming LPGA player who I've uh, taken an interest in her career. And so this will probably not be the only time she's been on the show before, but it's her first time, so it's all good. Um <laughs> But as I told her in the uh, off the air, she knoweth not what she's gotten into with this part. So actually, it's all fun and good, Kenzie. So okay. uh, we're going to do the lightning round. Perfect. And uh, I think I'm you'll find some of here. some of these funny and some of them make you think a little bit. Okay. okay. All right. I'm here ready. we go. If you could play a round of golf with one of your golfing heroes, who would it be? Hmm. Probably Annika. Yeah. Yeah. She's she's been on the show. Really? Oh yeah. yeah. I gotta go listen to that. Yeah, it's on there. Um, okay, if you could get a lesson from one touring pro, who might that be? I I wanna say either Rory or Adam Scott, because they have like the most perfect swings. Yeah, they do. Adam Scott's just like watching butter melt. I mean, yeah, it is exactly. like that. Um, if if I, JT, declared you supreme leader of golf for one day, just one day, as supreme leader, what would you, Kenzie Wright, decree? Hmm. You can take drops out of divots in the fairway. Yeah, they really need to fix that. Yeah. So. <laughs> Um, do you have a favorite golf book, Kenzie? Something you read along the way? Hmm. I want to say I'm I cannot remember the name. It's either it's Zen Golf, maybe, or yeah. Golf Zen. No, that, Zen Golf, yeah. Yes, yeah. Yeah. That one, yeah, that's a really good book. I tried to read it, I fell asleep, but anyway. <laughs> I had to read it. So I my my college coach made me read it. So yeah, you know, the one I could never make it through. Uh, I don't know if you know him, Gary Van Sickle, who writes for Sports Illustrated, Morning Read and all that, or Friends. And he asked me one time, he says, did you ever make it through Golf in the Kingdom? I said, no, I have tried to read that book like five times. And I know the people that have made it through love it. And they can take their Shiva shillelagh and do whatever they want in the darkness of night. But I can't make it through there. So there you go. <laughs> Vision 54 is another good one. Yeah. I just remember that too. I mean, yeah, I made it through that one. If you ever want to get kind of melancholy, not in a bad way, but read uh, Final Rounds by Jim Dodson. Um, It's about a golf trip him and his dad took 
uh, over to the, you know, the UK and stuff. His dad was stationed there in World War II. So they played a lot of these courses that his dad played way back when. And Jim's a member of the Royal and Ancient. So it's re- it's a really touching, fun book. Because yeah, it, it's totally. not all sad. There's a lot of really funny stuff in it. Okay. <laughs> um, biggest mistake you think you've ever made while playing in competition? Hmm. And I don't mean like triple bogey on seven, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, this is a good one. I'm trying to think. Well, this is like going way back, but this is when I was like 12. I topped my tee shot with my driver and it went like it like it, it went two inches like yeah i literally i turned to my because my golf coach was caddying for me and i turned to him and i was like do, do i re-tee or and he's like no you have to hit it off the ground <laughs> it like didn't even leave the like t markers so that, that one like that one scarred me for life and then <laughs> um yeah that that's probably about it that's all i can think of <laughs> oh, i've had that happen more than once and <laughs> I just pick it up and throw it. I yeah, it seems exactly. like it seems like I can throw it further than I can hit it that day. Um if we put your golf skills to music, Kenzie, what would the music be? Oh wow. Hmm. Like what what I think like my golf game like represents? Yeah, what's like, your, what's the music that best describes your life? I don't well I mean I'm I'm a huge Taylor Swift fan. So Okay. Anything Taylor Swift, maybe, you know, I don't know. That's yeah, I gotta go with with T Swift. Does she golf? I don't think she golfs, does she? I don't think so. Yeah. You know, if yeah. She's... I'm trying desperately to get concert tickets to her show. Taylor, if you're listening to this show again today, <laughs> maybe send this young lady maybe some she's tickets. a listener every week. Maybe she is. Yeah. <laughs> I, I would kind of doubt it, but there's always that little glimmer of hope out there, kids. Never know. Yeah. Never know. Yeah, yeah. Um <laughs> Overall, uh, what do you think the toughest part of your job is? I mean, you've got the practicing part, you've got the tournament part, you've got the business part, you've got, you got to stay in, you know, good physical condition, or in my case, some physical condition, but, uh, (laughs) you know, all those kind of mix in to make, be part of the job when you're a tour pro, what, what do you think the toughest part is? I feel like the mental aspect, because that's, you know, I feel like you can, you can practice for forever and feel good about your game. And, you know, you can, you can kind of have all the pieces together, but it's it's putting that kind of final piece in. And I feel like that's the, the mental aspect and, kind of like I said before, of just staying out of your own way, I feel like it's the hardest part because, you know, it's just, it's so easy to to get caught up in what other girls are doing. And it's like, oh, well, that girl won last week and she's doing this putting drill. So maybe I should do that too. It's like, no, you just stick to with what you're doing, stick with your own game and you'll be fine. So do you ever, do you ever think professional golfers, both men and women are kind of like Puxatani Phil, you know, the groundhog thing, because the shadow gets in their own way. And then they've got six weeks of crappy golf ahead of them before they can snap out of it. That's so true. <laughs> like the I best, just thought of that actually. So, yeah. Yeah. That would be something. If you could um, dine with a historical figure, who would the, that person be and what would be on the menu? Hmm. I feel like 
Wow. This is a really good question. I'm I'm gonna think really hard about this one because Okay. I know I know what would be on the menu. And it would be I the one thing I can cook really well is a good filet. That's like my one thing. So Golf that clap. filet would be on the menu. Yeah. For sure. Um, maybe some mashed potatoes in there and some green beans, something like that. Um, but who with? Hmm. Can be golfer, non-golfer, president, you know, hmm. anybody. I feel like I have a lot of I I have a lot of questions for Tiger and just like <laughs> don't um, we all <laughs> <laughs> just about a lot of things. Yeah. Um, I, I feel like Tiger would be a great person to have dinner with and just pick his brain about just everything that he's done. And then I'm trying to think of yeah, I, I feel like it has to be Tiger. Sure. Because I've I'd be so curious. What is the um, the best part of travel for you? Getting to see all these different places that I never thought I'd get to go to. Like, yeah, we went. We had a tournament, and it kind of up in your neck of the woods in Oregon. Then we went to Idaho, and um, you know, we're about to go to uh, Hurricane Utah in a few weeks and go get to see Zion. Oh yeah. Yeah. Just stuff like that is just so cool. And then especially, you know, once you kind of get on the LPJ level and being able to go overseas and go to France and all these really, really cool places, it's like, okay, if you had a regular job, you know, you'd be, there's no way you'd be able to to do that. So right. I think that's the coolest part of, of professional. Okay. Travel. So what's the, the non-coolest part of travel? <laughs> uh, the non-coolest part of travel? Uh, oh. Well, I learned this the hard way too. Um, last week, whenever I traveled by myself for the first time with uh-huh. my friend Brayden, and I I realized that I just turned my brain off when I travel with him because I got to the airport and I was like, "Where where do I go?" I I yeah. totally like I was like lost, <laughs> and so I texted him. I was like, "Yeah, you helped me a lot more than I realized." So I feel like that's very like anti uh women of me but i'm like yeah but my boyfriend just tells me where to go and i just follow him <laughs> don't don't tell him that too much now he'll i know, get a, he'll I, know. Get a big yeah, head I gotta i gotta be careful what i tell him because he'll get a big head so okay um well you're i can't ask you this question because you're still in your 20s but one thing i asked people that have advanced a little bit in age i said what's one thing you miss about your 20s and most all of them say getting out of bed without my body creaking, you know, <laughs> creaking. <laughs> yeah. I feel like I'm already there. My, my back is, I'm just trying to save my back, but yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm probably, I'm probably right there with them. Just, I would like to wake up without feeling like I have to stretch, you know, right after getting out of bed. So <laughs> let me tell you, I spent 37 years in the professional horse business and it takes me about five minutes to get everything in line and moving the same way down the hallway from the bedroom in the morning without bouncing off the walls, you know, for support. So is that, um, what is your best and worst concert that you ever attended? Now you can't say Taylor Swift for both of them because that's just yeah, not yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and I and I haven't been able to see Taylor Swift, so you know we'll but, work on that. Yeah, we're well, we're working on that. Yeah, um, best concert. Hmm. Wow, these are really great questions. 
I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna try to think of my worst first. Okay, I saw, and I really like Keith Urban, but I yeah. saw him and he wasn't that great. I'm not gonna lie. It might have just been because we went mostly for the opener because Brett Eldridge was opening for yeah. him, and I'm a big fan of his. And we saw him, and it must have just been because we went for the opener. But I was a little disappointed in in Keith. I'm not gonna lie. But best, hmm. Well, I got to see I got to see Harry Styles on the floor, and I was a huge One Direction fan. This mm-hmm. was like right after he went off on his own. That that was pretty cool. I got like me to like my kitchen to to Harry. So oh, there you go. Like, there you go. That was my blown. Yeah. So, um, if you were an animal, what animal would you be? A koala. Where, really? Yeah. They're cute. I like them. You know they're drunk most there. of the time, don't you? Yeah, that's perfect. Yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> they, those um, eucalyptus trees that they are, it kind of makes them, um, well, as the Australians call it, they stay pissed all the time. And when I, <laughs> I I've been down there two or three times, and I, I was holding a koala one day, and I was holding a male. He was very docile in that, but he smelled like awful. And they said, oh, that big brown spot on his chest, that's a gland, a scent gland that they use when they're trying to attract females. And I'm like, here you go, you know, take him back. Um, But they eat those eucalyptus leaves and they stay stoned about 90% of the time. So there you go. Just just a little animal trivia for you there, Ken. It's okay. They're just just cute. Yeah, they are cute. Yeah. Um, Your most favorite and then the worst movie. For you, hmm. my favorite movie is probably. I can I can always watch, um, Pitch Perfect. Like it's on it's on Southwest now, so yeah. my flights I've been watching that. Um, it just makes me laugh every time. Worst movie, you must fly um, out of Love Field. Oh yeah, yeah. absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Worst movie, my boyfriend and I watched this movie called Zombiever. What? Zombiever? <laughs> they're, they're beavers that are zombies. Um, oh, wow. It, I'm not going to lie. It was pretty entertaining. But oh, I, I'm sure. But Yeah, yeah, yeah. You should watch it. If you have I'm going to look it up this weekend and <laughs> see if I can find it. That intrigues me. Yeah. Uh, sweatshirts or formal wear? Sweatshirts. Atta girl. Yeah. There you go. Um, besides being able to move your ball when it's in a divot, what is the biggest change you think should be made in professional golf and or amateur golf? I feel like, and I feel like people are already trying to do this, but pace of play has got to get better. Yeah. So if you go play like at a public course on the weekend, it's just horrible. Oh, it's brutal. It's so bad. So something's got to change about that. I yeah. feel like, I don't know what, but there's got to be something. Some I think I think maybe summary executions for a few of the players that are really slow, you know. Yeah, put, just put, right there on the tee box. Yeah, either that or put their feet in cement and throw them in the pond, you know. Perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that'll make that'll you can speed get the things. golf balls while they're down there too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I got to tell you, I was at the Portland Golf Show this last weekend, and there was a company there. And I knew about not just this company, but companies in general. 
uh, but I'd never seen one. They had bins of brand new golf balls. And I thought, well, you're not a retailer. So I went up and talked to the guy. He goes, no, we're, we're one of those groups that go and put on the tanks and dive in the water uh, at different golf courses. And he goes, most all the balls we find are brand new. So we clean them up and we sort them next to, you know, grade them out. And um, I mean, I thought that was a, a righteous good deal because you could yeah. buy, you know, brand new tailor-maids or whatever for 15 bucks a dozen. It's genius. Yeah. Yeah. It was great. And I was amazed at the supply that they have. He goes, oh, no, we've got well over a million balls in our warehouse. And I'm like, geez. Oh my gosh, that's crazy. Yeah. I believe it, though. Okay, here's one that'll make you think. You might think I'm a horrible person, but you might you probably think that already. But hey, what would be your last meal on death row? Hmm. This has been a trend on TikTok, and I've actually been thinking about it. So, okay, I'm going back to my steak. Okay, steak's got to be in there, but do away with the the green beans. I got to do a little bit crazier with the sides. So I think the steak, and then. I feel like I got to get McDonald's fries. <laughs> um, uh, some, some some mac and cheese, but it can't have like the breadcrumbs. It's got to have like a melted cheese top. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, some mac and cheese. I'm going all carbs. It's like, no, there's going to be absolutely no. Vegetables. Why worry at that exactly. point? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Um, I feel like a. A, hmm, a Dr. Pepper for McDonald's. And then a Texas Roadhouse roll. And that's it. That's it. That'll work. That'll work. Um, here's your chance right now. Uh, what would Kenzie Wright's message to the world be? It can be about anything. It doesn't have to be about golf. Hmm. play faster golf play faster golf there you go that's all i have to say there, no that's 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 perfectly fine um i if not uncle jeff's gonna come by and drown you in the pond so exactly. you better so watch out hook it up a little bit um what do you think about the golf press besides this show? Cause I know this show is the highlight for you, but uh, you know, the golf press. yeah, the golf press, there's a lot of us buggers out there. So there are, including, including my boyfriend who he writes yeah. golf week. So, you know, he's, he's looped in on this. So I gotta be careful what I say. No, I'm kidding. No, I think, you know, I mean, I think it's great. I wish there was a lot more or at least kind of half of the, the i guess awareness that the pga tour gets for the lpga of course um i don't know how that happens i think part of it kind of goes down to a whole down a whole rabbit hole of you know do people how to get people interested and all that stuff but i think you know i feel like that's my biggest thing is if i feel like if there's enough people talking about it then people will get interested about it sure um i guess that's my only you know argument is there needs to be a little bit more talked about with the the women's golf world and there's so many personalities out there that i think it could 
people would love it. So. Well, there, <clears throat> there's just as many funny, quirky, what you know, pick an adjective, mm-hmm. uh, in on the LPGA tour as there is on the PGA tour. Exactly. Um, because I I cover some LPGA events, mm-hmm. and I have found. Honestly, I have found the ladies to be um, one much more approachable and two uh, very direct and they can laugh more. Mm -hmm. Uh, They don't tend to get way off in the weeds about some psycho babble. You know, they're just going, well, I hit a real crappy shot on seven. So, you know, but I I got it back, you know, and they, they go off and have fun like that. So. Uh, we've had many discussions on this show, Ken's, about getting more coverage for the LPGA. Um, you know, now really might be an opportune time with the, the great uh, tour versus LIV wars going on. Mm-hmm. I would think that people would, um, and quite a few people have told me this, that they, well, screw that. I'm just going to watch the ladies play. Yeah. You know? So, yeah, exactly. I think that's very good. Okay, mm-hmm. Ken's once again, how can people find you and how can they find your boyfriend's columns and, and blogs yeah. and stuff? Yeah. So uh my Twitter is Kenzie W Golf. Um, I try to stay on there, at least interact somewhat. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to be better about it. But um, so Twitter and then um Instagram. Yeah, Instagram is um, the price is right, and it's W R I G H T seventeen. And then I'm on Facebook, and I think that's the, those are my main three. And then okay. my boyfriend's Twitter is um, at by Braden C, um, and he has a Substack of uh, he's doing some some blog posting about our year and just us traveling and all of our shenanigans. So sure, find him there. Excellent. Excellent. Well, Ken's, thank you so much. Kenzie Wright, folks, I suggest you follow her in her uh, budding career here on the LPGA Tour or getting to that point. And we will be checking with you quite frequently. So, <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. I had a lot of fun. It's, it's my pleasure. We'll be back next week with another edition of Grilling at the Green uh, after hours and more loaded questions for our, vic- our I mean, our guests, not our victims. And uh, so everybody have fun, go out, play some golf. And like we always say, be kind, take care everybody.